Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the Nile or Nine podcast. It is the start of our end of year specials. Hello, Andrea Cleary. Hello. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <clears throat> Merry Christmas. I'm wearing my Christmas hat, my Santa Christmas hat. And actually, I have lights going beside me, but it's a bit bright to see it. But there are bright. There are lights here. Hello. I. Hello. I live in, a, you know, average sized apartment and I've looked everywhere and not only can I not find my Christmas hat I can't find the tree I can't find the baubles I have a feeling I might have gone mad last year and gotten rid of everything surely you no didn't turn into a it. Christmas Grinch and I don't know I don't know I don't know what's happened we cleared right. out we have a we have a, a sort of a, I suppose you call it a larder that was cleared out during the year yeah. I'm concerned. I'm concerned that I will need to buy Christmas decorations, but that's that's it's a good complaint. I like I like Christmas. So could be worse. Could be worse. Could be worse. Yeah. Uh, we were just looking through our Spotify wrap, not our individual Spotify wrapped, but the Spotify wrapped for the podcast, and we'd like to say a very special hello and thank you to the 111 of you for whom we are your top podcast on Spotify. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. And there's yeah. many of you who are we're top five and top ten and so on. And we love you as well. But the the one hundred and eleven, you guys are the you're 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 our favorites. Let's yeah. just say it. You're our favorites. So thank well, you. Well, you for seem to like us, so we seem to like you. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> and if anyone yeah. joined us, um <laughs> it's statistically very likely if you're listening to us right now, you're listening to us because you heard our All Together Now festival review this year, which was our biggest podcast. And Niall and I are looking at each other like, really? That was the one? But yeah. Well, people were there, there and wanted to hear about their own experiences. Um, yeah. 
So I guess that's what happens. But uh, that's only on Spotify as well. I can say, yes, of you course. know, the most popular podcast over the last year is probably different, you know, like uh, if you look at all platforms, I could actually For look sure. at that now and be like, oh, yeah. The Fortet one did really well. The KLF one did really well. Beyond the Pale and the festival reviews did really well. But the All Together Now one did do quite well. Quite well. Yeah. And you can't make me go to festivals, guys. I'm sorry. We're, this is this is what, what Andrea needs. This is the motivation Andrea <laughs> needs to go to more festivals, I think, right? Maybe. That's we'll what see. we need. We'll see. That's what we need. But look, anyway. this podcast is going to be a... I kind of a hop, skip and a jump through some of our favorite tracks of the year. As we do every year, we do a best of 2023, best of the year. So we'll do songs on this episode. On the following episode, we'll do albums and then we'll do the podcast awards before the end of the year as well. So that, that'll probably all come out before Christmas. As I mentioned before, we have a baby on the way on this side, myself and my partner. So probably won't be doing much in the next couple of weeks, but we'll be back after that. Yeah. So that's what this is all about, getting the songs out getting the the end of year started because that's that's where I'm in I'm in that I'm in that mode completely at the moment I'm, I'm entering that mode I'm I was resistant but you know it's the third today as we're recording it's the 30th of November 30 days has November so tomorrow's the first of December so it's time as Mariah Carey says it's time it is time and yeah and you know I I do put this caveat on these episodes every year we don't do a best songs of the year here on the Nile and Nine podcast. We're not interested in the best. We are interested in our favorites. So if mm. there are better songs written than these songs, you know, that's absolutely fine. But these are just, these are our favorite ones. Yeah. And because I we... get very stressed when I have to rank things. Uh, mm. So mine are also in. I no do like ranking order. things, but I do think when it comes to songs, it's very hard to, mm. you just have to go with your gut and what you think is the songs that matter to you and yeah you know i already do two big lists on the website with 100 songs and 100 Irish songs so so what i did was kind of picked out a selection of some of those songs that maybe wouldn't be on an album some are some we will talk about that are on an album but others aren't and uh yeah just kind of tracks that really made my year and i think that's probably the best way to, to approach it so will we start with an old favorite on this podcast i already mentioned them his name is Fortet in many guises, but in this guise, uh, he he's been had a busy year. Of course, he's been doing Coachella with Skrillex and Fred again, releasing albums from Fred again and Brian Eno. But he's always tinkering away on his own stuff. As we did a listening, listen closely podcast very recently with him about him, and it is of course Fortet. So in his own name, Kieran Hebden, he released a track this year called Darkness, Darkness, which came out with a a drummer called, or sorry, Nashville guitarist William Tyler, and this song is called Darkness, Darkness. Here's a flavor. It's 10 minutes long. I'm just going to give you a bit of it here. Darkness, darkness, be my Darkness, darkness, hide my yearning for the 
Yeah, that's Darkness, Darkness. Kieran Hebden and William Tyler, the Nashville guitarist. So that was released on Sylvan Esso's Psychic Hotlines label on June 30th this year. And just another example of Kieran Hebden's uh, willingness to always kind of explore and do different things. That is, I don't know, he, a lot of what he does recently is very much club focused. Nice to hear him kind of return to something a bit more softer and psychedelic and also pair up with another collaborator as he's done in the past with Steve Reed and the likes. And that sample there is a sample of a song from 1969 from Gloria Loring's version of the Young Bloods Darkness Darkness. So really lovely 10 inch that's available on as well. And one that I return to a lot this year, considering it was just one of those lovely, lovely like jam vibes, you know, really lovely. Mm. So that was a nice, gentle warm up for this Best Of podcast. Amazing. Okay, a choice for me is, so I thought this person was, I heard their name going around and I was just assumed that they were an acoustic guitar kind of whiny little guy (laughs) and I never listened to him (laughs) and then I heard this song and I was like oh no he's a really interesting artist he was also I think some kind of YouTuber before I don't know I don't know the lore anyway this is Troy Sivan the song I've chosen is one of your girls which just like when I heard it the first time it just like grabbed me and I was like because I had the element of surprise with it I had I was like who who sings this this is really cool and then I realized it was him and I was like ah I've been wrong it's yeah let's listen to it and then we can um I'll talk a little bit more about it but baby I'm first in place face card no cash no credit yes god Application interview. Sweet like Marabou. Look, look at you. I love a vocoder I go like that that image of Spongebob with his earphones in and he's just like floating <laughs> upwards when the chorus kicks in I I, I love that chorus um very Daft Punk vibes a, to that isn't there very Daft Punk very kind Around of the Maxis um, memories. <laughs> maybe not <laughs> in, a, in a nice um, way in a nice way it reminds you can, me you of reference day. that without being uh Please stop talking. Uh, yes. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, for me, it reminds me a bit more of the kind of like Kavinsky tracks that were on the drive. Yeah, yes, yes. That sort yeah, of that's thing. That's fair. That's a better um, Like chromatics sort of vibe. It's a lovely song. I mean, it's a, it's a very, very sad song. It's a, it's about the, you know, it's, uh, Troy Sivan is a gay man and it's the the temptation to sort of if you're pursuing or in love with a straight person, it's like, oh, I'll just, I'll be like one of your girls. I'll be a girl. Um, and it's got an amazing music video where he, where he's in. I mean, I like, I, I, th- I think technically he's in drag. Yeah. But like, he's, he's, he looks like a 
like a woman in it and he looks really, really beautiful. Not that not that drag queens don't look like women and aren't beautiful, but it's not the kind of heightened femininity. Yeah. Amazing music video. Just really, really, really clever and like kind of breathtaking as well. Really beautiful, really sad. I just think it's 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 a it's a really as a song, it's a really good idea executed well. And it's also it's like just a little bit too short and I want, mm. I want, I always want, it doesn't really have a middle eight and it frustrates me that it doesn't have a middle eight because I think it could be really good. But I think some songs should kind of keep you wanting more. Yeah. And this is definitely one of those. So I've listened to this loads. I mean, only in the past, I'd say I only started listening to it like in the past month or so. Yeah. It came I've out in October. Probably every day. Yeah. I've listened to it like every day since it came so, out and I've like ventured into his other music and like he's really good. He was just like a complete blind spot for me. Like he's got like. Baggers. Yeah. So my, my, my is the big song that he kind of broke through with in 2018, mm-hmm. I think. And mm-hmm. um, and I remember seeing him on Saturday Night Live around then. Also, he was in one of the, a show that may appear in podcast awards, The Idol. Um, he was one of the actors in that. Oh, was um, he? And he was really good in it. He's like the He's close confidant. really sweet. Of the main character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's so. a really charming guy. He's like, he's he's just lovely. I think he's Australian. He's just lovely. You know, he has a TikTok account. He's just like, he's for the kids. Like, he's yeah. for the young people. And I think he's a nice, like, oh God, I'm going to sound 100 years old. But I'm like, he's he's like a nice role model for the young people. <laughs> well, he's playing here on I the 25th like of June next year at the Three Arena. Um, it was announced today. Uh, so that's a day before LCD Sound System play in Malahide Castle next year. Okay. So that'll be that'll be a nice one too there yeah. <laughs> next summer. Okay, that's Troy Sivan, one of your girls. Uh, my next choice is one that until this year started, I'd never listened to. And since then, he's released one brilliant collaboration with J. Cole. And then this brilliant album called Let's Start Here, which is this kind of rocky weird psychedelic Pink Floyd album and so I'm talking about Lil Yachty so I'm going to play a bit of a song called Black Seminole which is the opening track from the album Let's Start Here which came out in January this was the early release of the year that really grabbed me and it was a real surprise so I want to try and give a flavour of kind of the Pink Floydness of this so I'm just gonna I'm gonna show you a bit of that i 
So yes, the opening track from Little Yahi's album, Let's Start Here, as I said, very much a surprise because it came out and people were like, what is this psychedelic rock album going on here? What's happening? Mm. Uh, where did this come from? It really did. It was, you know, I'm a big believer in things arriving at, at the right time. And this really arrived at the right time in order to allow for somebody like myself to to really give it that time. And, you know, it was January is a good time for those kind of releases when you're like, there's not much happening Maybe you're like, oh, I've sick this on because I hadn't heard. I'd, and people are like, oh, he's made a psycho rock album. And it really scratched an itch for me. And it actually brought me all the way back to listening to some old psych records and, and listening to Dark Side of the Moon again earlier this year. So I really appreciate that. So just a really nice. I love that song as well. It's got a lot of that floaty kind of vibe as well. They're like mm. the lovely kind of exploratory synth work and, and guitars and stuff. And I just think it's really great. So, yeah, from an album that... Overall, it's probably a little bit patchy, but a lot of fun. That is Lil Yachty. And let's start here. And as I mentioned, his song with J. Cole, The Recipe, is great as well. I just thought I just thought he, he was always these, like one of these rappers that was just kind of like, oh, he's the funny guy who always seems to be saying stuff online that I would never really listen to his music. And I was like, and then mm. I was like, oh, he's actually really good. <laughs> yeah. The way it happens sometimes, right? That's the way it I I listened to this album once this year and I really enjoyed the experience but never went back to it. Yeah. So I should. I should do. Yeah. That's why we do these podcasts. Next choice is actually a shared song. Uh we both chose this, so we'll yeah. both talk about it. Um it is A and W by Lana Del Rey from Did You Know That There's a Tunnel Under Ocean Boulevard. W American Horror produced by Jack Antonoff as the entire album was yeah this song when it when it was released I remember you and I were really really excited by this yeah we were like texting each other we we're very excited for the album and I, I think the album lands as well but this is absolutely the centerpiece of that album it's kind of like everything you need to know about Lana Del Rey is in this song somewhere it's so brilliant. It's so it's, it just takes its own. It creates its own world, and and it has so much of what Lana's so good at. It's like, like her relationship with men, or or is throughout this, her relationship with her family is here. There's like mm-hmm. specters of mothers in this song. There's references, and then there's the switch up in between, which is mm-hmm. a second half, which you didn't hear there, but really gives it this other like worldly kind of yeah. It's like it's almost like a song which has its own credits at the end mm. uh which is seven minutes long and you're like wow this is really cool it's like it's such a it's such a brilliant piece of songwriting 
because it's so devastating anyway in the in the first path but then it the way it brings all these things together talking about being in a cheap hotel she's kind of in limbo she talks mm. about a man watching tv talks about crime programs and just the little details that are in it and then talking about trigger warning being a victim of a sexual crime and whether mm. she was asking for it and stuff like this so there's just so much in this song this single the, song the opening lyric being i haven't done a cartwheel since i was nine i remember hearing that and i was like oh i'm in yeah. that is like yeah it's an amazing song it's a kind of a yeah like you said but it, with all the, she returns to a lot of themes from her earlier music it's kind of a whistle stop tour of of Lana Del Rey as a lyricist and to give Antonov his his dues here I think it's a it's an impeccably produced track mm. and you can really tell that he he trusted her vision with it you know it is it's seven minutes and 14 seconds long it's a long song and it and it doesn't feel it at all you know the switch up does help in that but it it feels like a journey it's a great it's a great great song that 100% one of the best of this year and yeah well done, Lana. Yeah. Brilliant. A&W. I didn't really, the, the album didn't really gra- land for me much, but I, I'm happy with this. <laughs> if you have to take yep. this any day, any day. Um, so I'm happy enough with that. So next choice is yourself. What what have you got for us here? It's The Boys from The Record. This is Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius. I So yes, that was Boy Genius, of course. That was uh, Julian Baker, Lucy Dawkins, and Phoebe Bridgers. And yeah, the record was one of the biggest, probably one of the biggest records of the year, albums of the year in terms of cultural impact, probably in terms of its wide range. I think there's a lot of stuff here that just really landed with a lot of people. And when they played here earlier this year, I really felt like this band were had connected on a deep level, especially with the gays, um, mm, yeah. um, for sure. But a really, really solid, brilliant album. And this song, funny you picked that one because I, I had a different one in my my head for my favorite song. I think Satanist might be the one that I love the most. Yeah. But that's because it kind of sounds like Broken Social Scene to me as well, which I love. It could have been that. It could have been Emily. I'm sorry. But it It could have been. They do this so well. It could have been cool about it for me because it's Paul Simon interpolation. Like it was, there's there's a good few songs on this album. We, we may talk about the album at a future date, but I, yeah, I chose not strong enough just because I think this was the song that really hit through. This was the song that got a lot of people's attention who didn't know these three artists as solo artists didn't know of the existence of boy genius but kind of just heard this song and was like who is that and it's funny because that doesn't it actually doesn't happen that often anymore yeah it's kind of rare that something kind of punches through like that but i think i think it's a perfect song like there's there's nothing i change about it like the middle eight is fantastic it's it's hard to get a good song 
kind of an indie rock song. Maybe it's also a pop song. I think it's probably closer to being a pop song where you've got three separate vocalists on it and uh, and it still feels cohesive. Melodically, it's 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 so it's so sound. I love the structure of it. I love the the harmonies. I love the kick in later on. You know, it's kind of if it, it feels so by numbers that it should have already existed as a song before. Like everything is just hitting the right notes. Everything's hitting the right beat. You know, the yeah. the stuff you want to happen is happening at the right time and it's it, it's it's it nearly feels formulaic and not in a bad way at all it's 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 kind of like oh i want them to go here next and then they do i don't always need to be surprised by music like so, so sometimes i want mm. something to sound like a standard and this does so yeah that was that was the song i chose for uh, as like the best song it's the song i listened to looking at my spotify wrapped it was the song from the album i listened to the most as well but we may talk about the album in a in an upcoming episode <laughs> for sure okay we'll leave it there so for boy genius and move on to a song from me it wouldn't be a nine and nine podcast without me picking an absolute uh, club banger and you know Overmono were one of those bands this year that did a lot in terms of their uh, output in terms of their festival lineups they were here an awful lot they're playing forbidden fruit again next year but one of these songs that really came out after the album uh, good lies is freedom 2 which is kind of a remix thing that they did and this is with, with themselves and joy orbison and the rapper Quangface. and i love this because it just encapsulates the brilliance of like the uk underground club music uh, of the last 20 years and here it is here's freedom 20 how did I come this far? I think I'm a bandit, they think I'm a star. When I cut through, man, they pre like raw. They so bait that I can't go shop, man. I always get clocked. This shit is so hot. Who's that? Is it a fan or is it a hot? Who's that? Either way, man, I'm moving on job. Who's that? Who's that? I love my freedom, but I risk it anytime I see them. Fly at the ride, man, freedom, freedom. Put me up, man, he kept them. L2R2, man, pop this corn like the cinema view. If those he draws, man, chilling it too. Man, saying too slick, trying to finish them you. Man, cut you, bust that. Painting, give me that WhatsApp, but when I hit you, better bring me that rock that Like, on the off block with a rock back. Two hands on my clutch that. Any shoes on sale, man, cock that. Any off on site, man, block that. I'm like, who's that? What's that? Man, cut you, bust that. Painting, give me that WhatsApp, but when I hit you, better bring me that rock that Like, on the off block with a rock back. Two hands on my clutch that. Any shoes on sale, man, cock that. Any off on site, man, block that. So that's Freedom 2, Quangface there with Joy Orbison and uh, Overmono doing the remix. I love it because it has a few elements there. You can hear some UK garage buzz. You can hear like a drum and bass, an old kind of drum and bass style bass line, a bit of UK drill almost as well. Kind of, it's modern. It's, it throws back as well. It uh, The original featured on Quangface is, uh, is a drill rapper from the UK. He's from the Zone 2 Collective. He had a mixtape called The Memoir earlier this year. So this is kind of uh, just really lovely club candy from it. And I really loved this. This is I, I came back to this bass line an awful lot when I was like, I need something loud and I need something cheerful. And mm. this was a big cheerful song. A reason to be cheerful for me this year. Absolutely. So yeah, I just wanted to shout that one out. Now, I think the next one is actually a song that we both picked and yes. there will be no surprise to anyone um, what it is. So give me, a, give me a minute there and I'll jump into this eight minute and 39 second song. Pick a minute there and we'll, we'll, have, a, we'll have a quick listen pick, to what it is. Pick a minute. Uh, yeah. two, two minutes, 30. Two minutes, 30. I'm going to click into, here we go. 
you'll know this one. He got his knife That is Lancome, of course, Go Dig My Grave, and uh, the opening song from their amazing album, False Lancome, from this year. And yeah, let's talk about this one, because it's it was a big, big song. In a way, it kind of repeats what they did with Wild Rover on the last mm. album, but does it in a different kind of equally, I don't know. Um, chilling, you, kind of bone yeah, chilling. It's got something else going on. It's got a darker atmosphere. That's what it is a... about Lancome. It's it's like they've they, there's there's some other ingredient <laughs> that they're using, and it's like a secret ingredient, and none of us know what it is. But it just makes them sound so completely different to anything else, you know, except for oxen. But like, just there's there's something there's something in this music that keeps me so wrapped when I'm listening to mm. it this is not a song I put on when I have things to do or if I'm you know otherwise engaged this is a song I put on if I want to properly properly listen to it and it's so dark and so just I don't know it connects with something it's connecting with something a bit otherworldly it's got the kind of the keening aspect of it later on yeah I think that's a part of it isn't it Mm. and it's like it's very much like a grief stricken Mm. song it's about something horrible it's a soundtrack to something horrific but it's I think that kind of their background, the band's background, anyway, members of the band who, with like metal and drone and and kind that's of that's a big part um, of it. Re- heavy rock music is 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 one of the things they bring in and make mm. this sound bolster in a way that doesn't like most other trad bands don't do. Yeah, I mean trad trad music. Like I've absolutely been moved by by kind of traditional trad songs and and kind of other other traditional songs as well but but I think you're right it's that it's it's that intersection with drone and with a kind of an access to portraying darkness through going like really 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 low down in a register and it's um it's incredibly moving I mean and I never feel more connected with my Irishness than when I'm listening to Lancome like there's there's something sort of like primal about it there's something when I listen to Rady Pete's voice I I can just I don't know there's this connection to like Irish womanhood that I can feel it's like it really really does something to my brain it really scratches 
a part of my brain that isn't usually scratched because I'm not a big I'm not a person who goes to sessions a lot I'm not a person that engages very much with Irish traditional music but just her voice but is clearly, so incredible it's so it's so amazingly produced by John Spud, Spud Murphy and it's it's just perfect and again like it's eight minutes 39 seconds like we've chosen a couple of quite long songs for yeah. for our best songs of the year but it is it is a journey like and I know that's a cliche but it is a journey and it is a it's one worth taking for sure yeah I think so and I think the um idea of the keening which you know comes from the Irish queen uh uh crying essentially you know it's something that is repeated in other cultures of course and um, mm. a form of of crying and lamenting for the deceased and it says in their notes for this song that it was regarded uh, by some as opening up perilous channels of communications with the dead mm. um, so i think that's something that they kind of access that kind of otherworldliness because they're yeah. A drawing from so many different channels and and it becomes this other thing they're opening the portal that's what it I think feels they're like really good at that mm, yeah yeah it's 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 incredible what they do with just you know a few instruments and a dream <laughs> okay okay <laughs> my next choice is one i'm surprised we're not overlapping on but i'm sure we are in in theory at least um it's by Rachel Lavelle and the song is Let Me Unlock Your Full Potential. You could show the Another song that's a bit of a journey again. I think we're we're enjoying embarking on journeys this year. We're on a journey, guys. We're on a journey. Life is a journey. Yeah, this is the first song I heard by Rachel Lavelle, I believe. Um, I think you played it on the podcast. And I I just I just love it. There's something very Laurie Anderson about the about the, the spoken word part that that's that I think I don't know her her engagement with those like really like crispy spoken word vocals just sets her so much above what it is that she's doing kind of elsewhere and all that other stuff is is absolutely beautiful as well like her vocals are are out of this world mm. and I've watched I, I haven't unfortunately haven't had the chance to see her live yet but I have watched her 
I think it was at an, an an Ireland Music Week performance that's available on, on YouTube. And like, my God, she's she's just she's outstanding. And yeah, I I just I love this song. It's very very dreamy and dreamlike and otherworldly and and playful and creative and there's not like there's a lot of touch points in it that I can think of I'm like oh this bit reminds me of this blah blah blah. but it's the combination of all these things I think is is really quite unique her music videos are outstanding as well I think I think Rachel Lavelle Mm. is going to be like real real big important artist you know and this is I'm right in thinking this is that that's from her debut album is that correct yeah it is yeah dreams Um, like she it's incredible. I think she released one song in 2018, I think, called mm. Perpetual Party way back. Yes, and, I remember that. You know, I know her from playing with Glasshouse Ensemble and, you know, getting to know she has a very unique voice. So you're kind of like, oh, 2019 actually was when that was released. And um, so that was Perpetual Party. That features on the album as well. There's lots going on there. And I think she just took some time to really, I think if you go back and always a companion almost to what we're talking about here is Ona Sullivan's The Point of Everything podcast, who's mm-hmm. doing a lot of great interviews with Irish artists at the moment, especially a lot of the ones we're talking about here. Uh, Rachel Lavelle was one recently talking about how she went back and revisited the album and had to redo it and basically waited. Was kind of hoping to get a label and then didn't and then um, decided to release it herself. And But then all of the work she's put into it, it's so obvious is like this mm. kind of magic world building of an album so it's very uh, mature if anyone, yeah if anyone hasn't seen my irish albums list of 2023 so far it's up on the website and spoiler rachel lavelle is my number two album uh, irish album of the year so i just think she she has a lot of that kind of you mentioned laurie anderson she has touchstones of real beautiful artists like Kate Mm. Bush and Joni Mitchell in her work not just because they're women but because they have a sensibility that she can tap into as well and I think that's she's she's a really good lyricist as well I think there's the lyrics on this album as well and there's a lot about I love this kind of spoken word kind of weirdness that happens and you hear it there and and then there's the Lewis announcer as well throughout the album kind of Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A a narrator talking, like kind of representing her thoughts. And I think it's just a really ambitious thing. And this is, this was the first album song that came out when we, when the albums announced Big Dreams and, and Let Me Unlock Your True Potential is, it's great. It's so good. It's such a brilliant, brilliant song. Fabulous music video It's got a lot to do. Yeah. Yeah. 
brilliant music video. Really great. Brilliant. Yeah. Great. Yeah. All right. We might be talking about that again, but that is Rachel Lavelle. Let me unlock your true potential. My next song is a surprising one. I didn't, I wanted to include this because I'm not sure where else I'm going to talk about it or anything, but this is from a song called Mustafa or an artist called Mustafa and a song called Name of God. When it ends, we and in that warm winter, I withered, I just want to get better. I'll be what you like. And every letter of fire, you read me when I'm tired, makes me want to cry. So Mustafa is a Toronto singer-songwriter and this song was produced by Simon on the Moon, Aaron Desner and Roddy MacDonald and I think it's from a forthcoming album. As you can kind of imagine there, it has song has somewhat tragic circumstances inspired by his brother was killed earlier this year and this song came out of it and it's kind of a rumination on the aftermath of that and about his Muslim faith. He talks about Islam and how it is become in the wake of his brother's death and how his parents have been kind of using their fate to accept what's happened and he wishes he could be that and he mm-hmm. could be at that place and then talking about how he'd never quite felt truly Muslim in among other Muslims. He says, I always fell, fall short and God's name that wasn't always related to beauty for me, but to hopelessness. This Islam we share in Allah we call for while witnessing a constant violence that continues to bind us. I don't think I ever felt completely Muslim among other Muslims and all these sub-beliefs like borders. So I think it's kind of also, as well as being a very personal song, it's one that resonates in, a, in the wider world right now in terms of what's happening in Sudan and Palestine this year as well. Mm-hmm. You know, people being uh, persecuted and stuff like that. So I think it's just, it, it has been with the Sudanese flag and the Palestinian flag being very very similar as well i've seen this song being kind of co-opted as 
a song to kind of you know speak to that to the situations in Palestine and Gaza in particular and Sudan as well as that so I think it's just a really beautiful devastatingly personal song that's taken on a life of its own since then so that's Mustafa and uh, Name of God now you have another possibly sad song <laughs> well speaking of God <laughs> yeah look I've talked about this song before I will it's talk about section. this song again yeah Niall and I are really into God now yeah it's Genuflecting okay. Ghosts by Sofiane Stevens I couldn't not include it it's the most beautiful thing I've heard this year I mean, I won't spend too long on this. I've spoken about it. <laughs> Sofiane episode, best of October episode, talking about it now. We'll talk about it again in the albums episode. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's it's probably, I think it's probably my song of the year. Potentially, it's, it's kind of tied with another song, which is very different. Okay. Um, yeah. But it's just, you know, what what do you need to say about it? It's just so, it's so beautiful. It's so sad. But it's like it's that it's it's the intersection of those two. It's like it's like his response to sadness and to grief is to try to create as much beauty as he possibly can to nearly kind of counteract to nearly counteract tragedy tragedy. And I think that that's a really beautiful trait to have as a human. <laughs> and when yeah. and when it happens like this, you know, it's I've spoken before about how I it just if it, it feel it's the song sounds like you're listening to it by candlelight. It sounds warbly and flickering and there's just you know a bit like Lancome there's 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 something secret in it that I can't seem to quite access and I love that about it. It's a, it's an extremely moving and affecting song I, I can't I hmm. can't get enough of it and like so, sometimes I'll listen to it and I'll be like yes Sophia and these you know these harmonies and oh my god what an amazing song and then other times I'll try to put it on and I'll be like nope no 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 <laughs> <laughs> not happening right not, now <laughs> not ready for that one not today <laughs> so yeah I think it's the song that affected me the most this year I think okay you know yeah. I, I broke down crying the first time I heard it so I had to include it that's, so, that's pretty affecting yeah Yes, yes. Um, and yeah, looking forward to seeing people at our Sofian listening party in oh, yeah, December. Of we won't, That's we won't be hearing soon. we won't be hearing this song, but um, in two weeks, reminding yeah. people if you have a ticket, put it in your calendar. Yeah, okay. That's the big romance. Very soon, the thirteenth of December, I think. Yeah. yeah. That's Sufjan Stevens, Come On, Feel the Illinois, or Illinois, whatever you want to call it, album. Which, uh, 13th, party. that's correct. 13th, the 13th, yeah. yeah. Okay, my next choice is an Irish artist who was playing alongside Lancome actually this week at the big three arena gig that I couldn't go to and you couldn't go to because you were at a gig. I couldn't go because we thought we were having a, we are expecting a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so this is from the album All of This Is Chance, the for me, this is the tr- song from Lisa O'Neill's latest album. It is called Old Note. 
I was walking home half in a dream and the things that I was thinking I was singing the wind whistled you in behind the springing a star and a rings around the star before me and spun and swooped and sank and rocked beneath me and mirrored what I've carried since I met me and shot me back into the ground below me and there I met another note long buried and I sat upon its shoulders was a memory A humboldt sea above me's gone so noisy I almost think I do not recognize me Feathered friend dig up and resurrect me I long to live among the song of birdies A lawless league of lonesome, lonesome beauty Skies and skies and skies above duty That is an old note from Lisa O'Neill's album All of This Is Chance, the Cavan singer-songwriter just... A beautiful, beautiful song. It features Colin McAnomara on accompaniment with violin there, which you didn't hear. Originally inspired by the traditional musician Tony McMahon as well. It's got that kind of lovely starry eyes, stargazing quality to it. Really, really beautiful. And described as a sad lullaby. And like much of the album, it is very much inspired by nature and birds in particular. So really a fine, fine example of a song from that album that was released on Rough Trade earlier this year and a real standout for me. Great. To pop music now. And I think probably woman of the year. I know people will claim that to be Taylor Swift, but not I. Woman of the year for me is Olivia Rodrigo and the song from Guts, her second album I've chosen today. I really struggled with this. I had four songs that were in the running, but I only wanted to just choose one. And I've chosen Ballad of a Homeschooled Girl. Olivia, great album, um, but this song, I don't know, I, I think when, when I first started listening to the album, this song slipped under the radar for me because I was so caught up on Getting Back and Vampire as well, All-American Bitch, Bad, bad, bad idea, idea, right? right. 
Yeah, I was I was like so into those songs that this song kind of slipped under the radar for me. But then the more I listened to the song, I was like, this is such a jam. It's so great. I think the lyrics in it are really sweet. Like she has that kind of adolescence, that kind of like lashing out that was definitely there on her first album as well. But I think lyrically in this song, I like I, I hate all my clothes. It feels like my skin doesn't fit right over my bones. I just I like that as a as a lyric. I love the chorus. I like I like how the chorus moves. Yeah, I I think this is like absolutely one of one of the best songs of the year. It wasn't I don't think it was released as a single. No. I think it should have been. <laughs> Definitely. But um but yeah, I'm going to talk more about guts I think later as well, but wanted to flag this as as a maybe an underappreciated song on on a on an album full of great great songs. Great. Consider it flagged. Consider it flagged. Thank you very okay. much. Okay. I'm going to go to a choice from a Peruvian artist now, who is the artist Sofia Cortezes. Now, I think with this one, I was late to it. I, I've, I've kind of been following her music, but I've been really interested in what's happening. I ended up seeing her on another love story this year. And the album has something interesting going on. It has an interesting backstory, first of all. The album's called Madras. I will explain a bit more about it. But I'll play this lovely, lovely song called Vac Cozy first and then come back. Yeah, much of the album, Sofia Cortez's album, Madras, is inspired by a particular thing that happened in her personal life. Basically, her mother was sick and there seemed to be nothing they could do about it. She was and she ended up looking for this. She heard about this neurosurgeon called Peter Vascovy. So that's the name of that song. And so it turns out he could operate on his her mother and became very influential. It was very interesting kind of development they became close friends his the operation he did he performed on her mother seemed to help extend her life and and then like that was all happening so she's from peru originally then her mother moved to berlin with her to be there and then throughout all of this she was making like she was diagnosed with cancer and that's what what's happened but whatever operation he performed seems to have had a success so it happened all very happened very quickly she i think she even heard about him through 
social media and uh, wow. so it was all this random stuff and then the album was written in that aftermath after she was able to kind of go back and address her creativity again and then part of it was that she would bounce these ideas off the neurosurgeon and wow. and he became a key part of this album and they ended up like becoming really close friends and then they went to Bergheim together and stuff like that so it's just he was like a sounding board for the album so he this song is kind of dedicated to him wow so just a really interesting story something that you wouldn't expect so yeah they went <laughs> they went they went clubbing together after all that and like so they That's just amazing. it just became this weird like nice not i don't think a romantic relationship but just like this closeness that Close they developed from just this horrible thing that happened and her mother seems to be doing well now so that's it so Sophia wow. Cortez's Madras so there's a lot of the album there that is kind of inspired by that as well and yeah just an interesting one I thought that was an interesting one that's, that's song very that interesting I've been, yeah it's not like it's a it's a kind of a lovely mood album and and but there's obviously references to uh, what's happened there and and I just think that interesting that somebody is who inspired the album is kind of part of its creative process so yeah Sophia Cortez's song is Vascovy very good. The only song we've had from this band this year who in the past might have dropped like two albums in a year or a I left you this album. one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was obviously gonna be it was gonna be on this. Sorry, sorry, one of two songs you heard from them this year. This is Vampire Empire by Big Thief. Big Thief, come on. Dragon New War Mountain came out like a year ago. Hurry up. <laughs> um, yeah, Hurry this, up, is, lads. Where this is a great song from them this year. Obviously, it premiered on um, Stephen Colbert's show, I think. One yeah, and, and, and there's Colbert, also yeah. like a lot of people think that version is better. A lot of maybe. people do think that version is better. I love both. I can I could, I could make a case for either, but this is the way I mean, the, the, the studio version is the one we have sort of as an official release. And it's just a great song, you know. It's very, it's very kind of lo-fi. Really sounds like the band are all playing together in a room. It's not overly produced or anything. It's very raw. Her vocals are very raw. Adrian Lenker, that is. 
it's just a great song. Like er, every time I listen to it, I, it, it makes me miss them. I'm like, I, I want, I want to hear a whole album of this, you know, of this kind of mm. sound. You know, it, it, it harks back maybe to a kind of two hands sort of. Uh, some of the songs off two hands, I could see this fitting in well with that. But yeah, absolutely. And, and and I think, you know, part of it being one of the best songs of the year was the anticipation of like, you know, it, it's a song that was out there for a while and people really, really responded so well to it on, on the Colbert show that that there was a lot of excitement about it being released. And then I, I believe with kind of no ceremony or occasion it just sort of like appeared or was released one day yeah. without being teased or necessarily teased or anything like that so when it arrived everybody was very excited and you know the 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 subreddit which i frequent the or lurk in uh the big thief subreddit you know there was a lot of those debates about do we prefer this one do we prefer the live one and yeah just got a lot of people talking and excited about the band again and you know even, even though there was a debate about which version is better it's you know they're their fans will never say that they've done a single thing wrong at the same time, which they have. Yeah, the YouTube so. comments on the on the live video was was a lot of fun as well. I'm on the, yeah. on my knees in the middle of Walmart. Please drop yeah. this already. Yeah, stuff like what, that. What if I died? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's great. So yeah, but I love the lyrics to the song as well. I love mm. the the very clear kind of almost being gaslit in the song. You turn me inside out, and then you want me, want the inside in. You spin mm. me all around, and you ask me not to spin. You say you want to be alone, and, and then you want children you want to be with me you want to be with him so it's just there's a lot of that like being led around the place by somebody who doesn't know what they want or whatever so it's just yeah yeah a great 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 song great song big song this one did a lot for me this year for sure me too yeah my next song is from an artist called Nabaha Itqual, who was playing here a lot, does, does a lot of DJing stuff and is on NTS as well, but released an album this year called Dreamer. This is a song from it called Sunflower. Yeah, another artist who has sort of an interesting backstory to a recent album. There was a break-in in Iqbal's studio in early 2020, lost all that work. Again, I have to ask, why did the artist not have any backups? Anyway, ended up finding out that pretty much the same day or week that her grandfather in Pakistan had suffered a brain hemorrhage and went to visit him then. And that kind of informs a lot about the album because, you know, she does a lot of DJing, which is, you know, more clubby music. But this is a lot more like it's got a bit of shoegaze, acoustic guitar stuff. I really love the album overall. And this is kind of encapsulates the the kind of loveliness of it all kind of of very similar to Avalon Emerson's album from earlier this year which is uh, kind of shoegazy as well but I think this is the one I came back to a lot and I found it hard to pick a song from it but this is the one that that got me uh, way back so Sunflower from Nabaha Iqbal. Okay as a surprise to nobody 
my <laughs> this is the song that Jenny Fecton Ghost is tied with as my song of the year. Um, and I suppose they couldn't be more different. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is Bogus Operandi by The Hives. <laughs> I love them. I love them with all my heart. I'm so glad they're back. Yeah, I think, look, this song had such an impact on me this year because it came, it was released, you know, I think it started the summer-ish and, and it was at a time when I was not that, I wasn't listening to that much music. I was a little bit, I was a little bit like low on discovering new music or kind of branching out I was in a very safe zone with the things I was listening to and I'd be kind of listening to the same songs over and over again which my Spotify wrapped very much reflects but yeah and then you know I think I said this when when we talked about it first on the podcast but ha- Harry came home and was like do you hear the hives of a new song I was like no and he was like oh I'll put the music video on he put it on and it was just like this feeling of like oh I'm so happy like I get to be so excited about this song is so good it's so like it's so them they're so funny they're they're not that concerned with making like grand statements in their songs but this song is about like kind of you know, like tricky people, like trickstery people and people who are lying and, you know, just sort of like entering into this persona of somebody who is like out to get other people. And that's really fun. And I just think, I think the guitars are amazing. It's just, it just it had this feeling of like, you know, I like, I don't, I really don't have that many bands on my, on my list, you know, like I've got these guys, I've got Big Thief, but like most of my other ones are solo artists. I've got bands are boy, out of fashion. Boy, bands boy, are out of boy fashion. genius. Like I've got three bands on my list, and I'm I'm a I'm an indie rock girly. Like that's that's my <laughs> thing. So, but like, yeah, it, it just it made me so so excited for the album. I got so into watching like all of their. They did a few live shows that were put up on YouTube, and I was like, yeah, it was the first time in ages that I was like oh, they've played a new song live in, you know, at this show in Chicago and I'd go and seek it out and, you know, I'd be anticipating them on the album, whether they were going to be on the album or not. And just got really, really, really like back into the hives as as it should be. And yeah, this is the song that made me the most excited about music this year. So I had to, I had to include it. Yeah. 
Nice, it's from nice. The Death of Randy Fitzsimmons is the album. And I will be yeah. seeing them in March, I believe, in yeah. the Olympics. This has been the, the love story of the podcast this year. Yourself yeah. and Hives. Yeah, me just and Pele uh, <laughs> just falling really in love like again. good-natured, lovely story. Yeah, um, just very, so happy. Very nice. <laughs> very, very daytime TV. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been great. It's been great. Um, I wanted to pick a song now. My last choice on this podcast is a song that actually came out last December. Because really these days, songs that come out in December of a year are kind of in no man's land. But yeah. it features on an album that came out in February, on February, Valentine's Day, to be exact. And of course, it is this song, Caroline Polachek. And welcome to my island. Welcome to my island. See the palm trees waving the wind. Welcome to my island. Hope you like me. So that was Caroline Polachek. Welcome to my island. It came out in December last year, but it was on that album in February. Desire, I want to turn into you. That that feels like a very long time ago now, <laughs> I have to say. Yeah. An album I did really enjoy, but it also has, is patchy enough for me sometimes listening to it. I'm like, I'm not sure how much I like all of it, but I like her vibe more than anything else really. Mm. So, but this song as well was the, was the clear song on the on the album where you're like wow this is this is this is the one for me it kept coming back it kept repeating it kept being the one that was just really special and yeah just as this is the one that's lasted throughout the whole year that's why i want to include it because i think songs in december for me anyway i'm i maybe decided now this year what i'll do is songs in december like some sort of reward ceremony will just have to be in the next year because there's no other way of doing it yeah because i i actually wanted to include um Kill Bill by SZA because I think that yeah. you know it was released in December but it hit this year do you know I yeah, yeah. I, I accept that let's let's do that for next year yeah it's for sure December okay December thing okay go on who could it be who could it <laughs> who be could, who could the last song be <laughs> but the lady I am seeing this evening in the Olympia theater it's CMAT it's stay for something from the album crazy mad for me
vocals, my God. Yeah, so from Crazy Mad for Me, CMAT's second album, this was the, the lead single from that album. Incredible performance on Graham Norton's show of this song. I think it's like it's the best she's sung on the telly. Um, just like like that, you know, she oh, yeah. really it's great. Like she really brings it home at the end of the song. Like it's like it's for me it's the vocals at the end of the song that really elevate this. Like it, she is an outstanding vocalist as well as being an incredible songwriter as well as being, you know, the funny one funniest woman in Ireland as well as being like incredibly charming and and you know self-assured and asserted in, in her own aesthetics in, in terms of her music she's just amazing I'm going to see her tonight I'm so excited <laughs> like this is the, the the Thursday night of her three night sold out Olympia run like yeah. who'd have thought it so yeah had to finish up it's with four nights it's four nights in total yeah four is it four nights yeah. is she doing is it it is was yeah. it Tuesday yeah, yeah. to Friday or Wednesday to Saturday uh, Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday I think oh there you go well but yeah, sure. so excited for that. Really excited to hear this song. This was the song that that kind of hit through for me immediately from this album. As I said in the whatever month it we we spoke about the album, the album didn't immediately hit for me. It 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 slowly kind of eked its way into me, but it did. Yeah. But it did hit in the end. But this was the song that really punched through. So I'm really excited to hear this tonight. I'm excited to hear the other songs in this album tonight, and I think it'll give me a good. A good basis for talking about this album later in our albums episode so because I think with the last album you know I'd seen those songs live like a few times yeah and that was a really big part of how much I loved those songs because I think Seema is an incredible live performer as well as everything else I said so yeah I'm excited to see how how this song works yeah live. well maybe yeah. you can tell us on the next podcast when I we will. talk about her for sure um, I'm sure it'll be a great night out. Mm -hmm. So listen, that's 18 songs from us this year that we loved as we do every month. We always pick five or six songs that we love on the best of the month podcast. I don't think there's a lot of stuff. I mean, we have covered some of these before, but there's a lot of more there. And of course, nine.com, there's loads of lists and things going up across the, the end of the year. And yeah, there's lots to lots to get your teeth into. So if you want to support us, if you're one of those 111 people who are our top 1% fans and you want to support us a bit more, come and join the Discord and the Patreon where you'll get access to a lovely community, weekly playlists and discounts and all the other bits, but also just nice to, to be involved and say hello to people. Yeah. Pre-sale links and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, plenty more where that came from. So that will we'll leave it there for this first part of the Nile or Nine Best of 2023. Mm -hmm. And we'll be back in the next couple of weeks with Albums of the Year and then Podcast Award before the end of the year. So, And the next time I see you, it's very likely that you will have a baby. So... <laughs> Very I'll be a dad by then, hopefully. I know. Yeah, it's going to be all Steely <laughs> okay. Dan and the National. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. Okay, thanks everyone BBC for listening. BBC Six Music Dad. Absolutely. <laughs> for sure. Okay. Thanks for Thank listening, you, everyone. Cleary. Thank you, Niall. Thank you, Georgia, for editing the podcast. Thank you, Georgia. And Queen. talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.